You are listening to the Emerge Shift Podcast. We are equipping emerging entrepreneurs with tools and resources that create a successful shift in their business. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the entrepreneur set mindset, the entrepreneur mindset, which will be part two. I'm going to give you seven strategies to help you with having an entrepreneur mindset. In today's episode, I want to share strategies with you, along with examples on how you can take quick, easy steps to change your mindset. How does the saying go? Change your mindset and you can change your life. So stay tuned. Often we don't realize how corrupt or damaging our mindset is. It is so easy to say, I want to be an entrepreneur, but if your mindset is not right, you will give up before you even start. Is your mindset together if you have to go 30, 60, or 90 days without a sale? You have to be focused to be an entrepreneur. I stated in the last episode, you have 30 seconds to change a thought before it changes to a feeling from a feeling and then forms into words and then eventually it turns into actions. Regardless of what type of business you are in or even haven't, maybe you haven't even started one yet. These seven strategies will help you with changing your mindset. So I want you guys to get pen and paper handy or you can take notes in your phone. These are seven strategies that will help you change your mindset as an entrepreneur. So strategy number one, let go of the excuses. Before you start saying, this is cliche, I've heard this before, everyone says let go of the excuses. Well, guess what, you guys? It is true. Gary V might say let go of the BS. What are you telling yourself? I don't, I don't know enough. I need more training. No one will ever buy it. This ain't going to work. I need more money. I need to go back to school. Or my favorite that I hear people say all the time. I don't have enough time to be an entrepreneur. I don't have enough time to start my business. Your excuses are defense mechanisms not to get started. I'll say it again. Your excuses are defense mechanisms not to get started. They are your front line of defense. I am sure pretty soon someone's going to start blaming the coronavirus. The coronavirus excuse will be next. Excuses are easy and they don't require much effort. But actually letting go and get started, now that requires effort. That requires stepping out on faith. Which one are you choosing? So to have the entrepreneur mindset, your first strategy starts with letting go of the excuses. Every time an excuse comes in your head or out of your mouth, replace it with something positive. You might be thinking, I don't have enough training to get started. I want you to replace this with, I have enough training to get started. Trust me, you are further along than you think you are. Someone is ready to pay you for that small amount of expertise you have. If your excuse is, 
I don't have enough time to get started. I don't have enough time. I got so much stuff on my plate. I don't have enough time. I want you to replace this with, I do have enough time to get started. I need to start managing my time more effectively. I know some of you are saying, Tamara, if you only knew, girl, I have a job. I have parents I got to take care of. I got kids to take care of. I'm married. I just have so much on my plate. I have so much I have to take care of. I guarantee you that you have at least one hour to spare. It's time out for the excuses, you guys. You have at least one hour to spare. Let me ask you this. Do you have a favorite housewife show that you love? Do you have a favorite television show that you like? Something on Netflix that you enjoy, that you binge watch? A game show? Are you a fan of soap operas? Do you have a social media account? If your answer is yes to any one of those, I want you to place one hour a week. Just one hour. I'm not asking for too much of your time. Just one hour to replace that time that you spend on either one of those to work on your business without any distractions or interruptions. Put your phone on silent. Just one hour. Replace that one hour with the thing you love the most to relax with. Whatever it may be, replace it and work on your business because you do have one hour to spare. Strategy number two, speak life in your business. You might be thinking, how do I speak life in my business? That makes no sense. Can I speak life in a business I haven't even started yet? And the answer is absolutely yes. Speaking life is an affirmation, or some may call it, as we say in church or biblical, speaking life, or some may call it um, an affirmation. However you want to phrase it or say it or how you like to call it, speak life or speak affirmations and say them aloud. Say it aloud and say it, I think, you should say it before you get your day started. Say your affirmations or speak in life before you get your day started. Even if you have to say, I will get one client today. I will get a sale today. I will, will uh, surround myself with people of influence. But that person that might be listening saying, I don't have a business yet. Speaking life and affirmations help you create the environment or atmosphere you want. You are letting it be known to God, to the universe. You are ready to attract those things in your life. Even if you have to say, it might be outrageous to some. I will make a million dollars in my business. My favorite that I say, I will attract wealth in avalanches of abundance. Find some affirmations where you speak positivity into your life, into your business. My business will get three clients before the quarter is up. Speak positivity, speak life into your business. Start saying it until you start seeing it. Say it until you see it. Just keep speaking those things out. Let it be known to God. Let it be known to the atmosphere. Let it be known to the universe. I want these things. I will attract these things in my life and in my business. Stop allowing 
um, the third strategy is stop allowing money to be the excuse. Stop allowing money to be the excuse. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You will be amazed to learn how many entrepreneurs started their business with less than $500. You can go to GoDaddy and purchase a domain name for under $10. You don't need a million dollars or a loan to get started. I didn't start my business with a million dollars. I bought what I could when I could. You might be thinking or saying, Tamara, you don't understand how tight my money is. I don't have enough for a website. Well, let me ask you this. What are you willing to trade to get your website started? For example, do you eat out a lot for lunch? Do you have, um, do you go to Starbucks a lot or Dunkin' Donuts? Do you shop a lot? Do you have a subscription to Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime? You can get you can start a website with Wix, Squarespace, or Weebly for under $30 per month. Like the, what I like to ask people, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to trade to get it? We have to stop allowing money to be the excuse. Again, this is strategy number three. For instance, um, you can always trade. You can always barter. You can barter with someone for a website. For example, if you're interested in starting a coaching business. And I want you guys to listen to me carefully here because I'm about to help you in your business. If you're thinking about starting a coaching business, reach out to someone you can uh, coach in exchange for a website. Maybe two months of coaching or two months of website work and maintenance. Then once both of you guys are pleased with each other's work, ask for a testimonial. You can then share your testimonial when you are promoting your business on social media. If you um if that doesn't, if you're not interested in that, you can use a crowdfunding website to help you get started with the capital that you need to launch your business. I want you guys to stop allowing money to be the excuse is the reason why you can't reach out for help. You can also reach out to a college in your area. There are a lot of students in college ready to build their portfolio in whatever that may be. Just about anything that you need, someone is in college for. And they need some clients and they're ready to get started or they might have a project that is due where they need a, a client for it. For instance, photography or in business. Call the business department at your local college or photography department, whatever it may be, and see who, who you can find where you can pay a little money or see if you can barter or just see if they'll be willing to do it for you for free. As they always say, a closed mouth does not get fed. They can always say either yes or no. But do not be afraid to ask and stop allowing money to be the excuse as the reason why you can't get started. And we are now on strategy number four. Strategy number four is be quiet. 
Yep. You heard it. Be quiet. Yes, we have to be quiet. And I want to ask you, what does be, being quiet look like for you? Are you telling everybody the type of business you are starting before you even get started? Are you talking on the phone too much? Are you talking negative about people and their business? If I had a business, I would do it this way. She didn't do this right. He didn't do that right. That's why this is not working for him. This is That's why that's not working for her. Are you talking too much? Are you talking to the wrong people? To have the entrepreneur mindset, it requires being quiet sometimes. It creates the opportunity for you to start trusting yourself more. I'll repeat it for you. Being quiet, it creates the opportunity for you to start trusting yourself more. When you have too many people in your ear giving their advice, what they think, what you should have did, what you could have did, what they would have did, you can't trust yourself. You have given up on trusting yourself, trusting your gut. You have to be quiet. It doesn't mean you have to cut off everybody close to you, like your family and friends. But all of your business strategies are not meant to be shared with everyone. It's time for us to start moving in silence. Know when to share, what to share, and who to share with. This comes with learning discernment. This is another biblical or church term, if you want to call it that. I will ask this. What do they say when you share your business idea with them? What do they say? Do you have people in your corner that are are willing to help you, that are willing to add value to your business, willing to volunteer, willing to uplift you? Someone that calls on you to say, hey, what do you need? What can I help you with? Do they say, oh, I wouldn't do that. That ain't going to work. I wouldn't do that if I were you. You know how people are. That wouldn't work. What do they say when you talk to them? Listen to their conversation. What is their response? And I'll leave it at that. I will allow you to be the judge of their character. Strategy number five. Let go of the fear of failure. Stop being afraid to lose. So many people want to start a business, but they are so afraid to lose. They are afraid of not getting any clients. They are afraid of not getting any sales. They are afraid of rejection. They are afraid of failure. Stop being afraid to lose. As I said before, you won't always have clients or sales coming in. Some may leave you. Some of your clients may leave you but you can be afraid of the outcome. This is what I want you to do. If you have a fear of failure, a fear of rejection, a fear of disappointment, gain the strength to learn from it. What did I learn from this? What did this teach me? How can I change this? Just say, I didn't fail. I learned something new today. Gain strength from it. Sometimes our greatest lessons are those we pay for. Starting a business costs money, 
hard-earned money at that, probably from a toxic work environment, but you can give up when you don't get the result you were expecting. I need for you to keep pressing forward. The first year of business will be hard, but don't allow that to stop you. I say this all the time, re-strategize, re-strategize, and re-strategize. Let go of the fear of failure. That is strategy number five. Let go of the fear of failure. Let it go. It can't reside in you if you're on the road to entrepreneurship because everything will not go as you expected. There will be times when no money is coming in. There will be times when no clients are coming in. There will be times when clients leave you for whatever reason and you can't uh, take it personally. It is business. Sometimes we make mistakes because we are human. We have other things going on. Somebody might not be pleased with how you handled a situation, but you can't take it personally. I need for you to gain strength from that outcome, whatever it is. But you have to let go of the fear of failure. Gain strength from it and re-strategize, re-strategize, and re-strategize. This brings us to strategy number six. Be open to innovation and creativity. Technology continues to change day by day. Every time you look up, there is something new. We went from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter, maybe not in the same order to what now. Everyone loves TikTok or challenges, challenges that they're doing on TikTok. If you don't have uh, an open mind for it with your business, you will you will be the next blockbuster looking at Netflix. Some of you might be thinking, what is blockbuster? Google it. If you do not have an open mind for innovation and creativity, you will be the next blockbuster looking at Netflix. Find ways to be innovative in your business whether it be um, reaching out to bloggers and influencers. Sometimes those people, bloggers and influencers, get such a bad rap because people think that's not a real job. What do you get paid for? You just get paid to take pictures all the time and post them. They get such a bad rap. But the reason why they are influencers and bloggers because people follow them, they look for they look for them for guidance, whether it be the next uh, diet to try or the the um, clothing. You're looking for a type of outfit for a particular season or going out. People look for them for guidance. Reaching out to bloggers and influencers can be a game changer in your business. One social media platform, one social media post from them can be a game changer in your business. It can lead to traffic and sales in your business. So be open to innovation and creativity, especially from bloggers and influencers. Innovation and creativity makes people say, hmm, that's different. I like that idea. Stop being closed-minded with technology, being quick and easy to turn your nose up at bloggers and influencers. This is the way the world is moving and it's time for all of us to join the movement, especially in entrepreneurship. 
And this brings us to our last strategy, strategy number seven. Let go of the stereotypes while networking. Some of us are so biased and we don't even realize it. I see it so much with networking. Stop judging a book by its cover. I always say network with people who do not look like you. Be open to changing it up. Everyone is not flashy, drive expensive cars, have the best designer handbags. Stop thinking those type of people have money or they are your ideal client. Because if you check their bank account, you might just be surprised. Stop thinking if they have 10,000 followers, they know everything. Stop thinking 100,000 likes mean you need to work with them. Have an open mind as a business owner. Treat everyone the same. Again, you might say that is so cliche, but it is so true. You never know. You never know. Just think about it. If you didn't know who Mark Zuckerberg or Gary Vee was and they wanted to work with you or you met them at a networking event, would you assume I don't have time to waste on them. They are not my ideal client. Would you prejudge them? And you would be. You would be prejudging them or stereotyping them. I will say this. Even if you do meet someone that does not have enough money to work with you or is not your ideal client, you never know who they know or who they are connected to. You never know. I once heard a story about Oprah going into a um, a store to buy purchase a handbag or a piece of clothing, and the lady made I could be changed changing it up. I'm paraphrasing it. One of the ladies in the store, the sales associate, stated, "Oh, that's expensive. Oh, that's too expensive." She didn't even realize who Oprah was. Oh, that's too expensive. And Oprah just Oprah just kindly re replied, oh, yeah, that would be too expensive for me. You have to be open-minded. Stop stereotyping people by the way they look, not even just racially, but just how they look. That You might be thinking, oh, that's not my dear client because they have on a T-shirt and jeans. You never know what they have. And you never know who they are connected to. They might not be able to work with you, but they might know somebody that might be your ideal client that has the bank account that you are looking for. I sometimes feel like this should be a given. Everyone should already know this, but you'll be surprised at how many entrepreneurs that don't know this and are so close-minded, even when they go to networking events. They only want to socialize with people that have the designer handbags with the suits on, with the Rolex. That does not always equate to them having money. It doesn't always equate to them being your ideal client. Quit gravitating to 100,000 followers or 100,000 likes. That does not mean anything. People are very skilled with maybe 20 followers and 10 likes. Quit cutting people off based on what you see. Be open to listen to them. Even if after you talk to them and you say, hmm, it might not be a good fit, 
but you still respect them and treat them with kindness because you never know who they know. And just out of respect for people, you shouldn't prejudge people anyway. Be open as an entrepreneur. Be very open as an entrepreneur. So those are our seven strategies for the entrepreneur mindset. I'll go over it again. Number one, let go of the excuses. Number two, speak life in your business. Number three, stop allowing money to be the excuse as to why you cannot get started right now. Number four, be quiet. Number six, let go of, I'm sorry, number five, let go of the fear of failure. Number six, be open to innovation and creativity. You never know what doors this and opportunities this can open for you and your business. Number seven, let go of stereotyping while networking. Let go of stereotyping altogether. So those are your seven strategies for an entrepreneur mindset. If you are interested in gaining content on how to start a business um, from your logo, design, graphics, website, website content, brand colors, whatever it is that you are looking for as an entrepreneur, please head over to EmergeShift.com, EmergeShift.com. And we have a uh, free copy of our Beginner's Business Blueprint that you can download. Put in your email information and then you'll be able to download it and easily access it straight from your inbox. So head over to EmergeShift.com and you can download your free copy of the Beginner's Business Blueprint. And it will teach you everything from what type of brand colors you should pick for your business, logo, finding a logo, getting your first client website content there's a lot of stuff that you can use to help you get started with your business and also i want you guys to please please stay tuned for next week's episode i interviewed erin elizabeth downing you guys this is such a great interview we talked about vulnerability in entrepreneurship this was a great 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 episode it was very insightful that I want you guys to hear. So please stay tuned for next week's episode where I interview Elizabeth, I'm sorry, Erin Elizabeth Downing. I want you guys to hear it. So that's it for the Entrepreneur Mindset Part 2. Be sure to implement those seven strategies. And as I stated, you guys can get started on these right now. There you have it, the Entrepreneur Mindset Part 2. Seven strategies to help you get started in changing your mindset. I want you guys to remember that the Entrepreneur Mindset is very, very powerful. As I stated, you have 30 seconds to change a thought before it changes to a feeling. So those are your seven strategies. I hope that they were very insightful for you. And you can, as I stated, you can get started implementing those right now as always if you have enjoyed this podcast please please leave a comment and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts share with a friend share with a business partner share with a co-worker and i will see you guys on next week's 